And this episode of Hatrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarou and Son Roofing. These guys are the kings of roofing, Tristan, like we say, the kings of roofing. These guys last summer alone, over 25,000 bundles of shingles done. They're fully insured. They offer free estimates. The work they do is incredible, and they always get the job done right the first time. So be sure to hit up the boys over at Clarou and Son Roofing because, like we always say, when you want your roof done, call Clarou and Son, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't And what is going on, everybody out there, all of you buttes and beauties? It's episode number 140 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like Tristan's shirt, my hat, the hoodies, just smash the link on the post. We'll bring you right into our merch store where you can collect all of your sweet HCH merch. And here, as always, inside Windsor Laser Cutting Studios with my buddy Tristan inside Barker Builds. The conference finals are set. The Leafs are gone. Yep. Lots to talk about for us since we've been on the air last. But first and foremost, what's going on, brother? Uh, not too much. Uh, just feeling good. You know, I feel a bit more at rest. It seems the world has returned back to its natural order. Leafs are golfing. So it's... <laughs> pretty good but uh That's speaking how you of, really feel <laughs> yeah. well speaking of golf actually um i've been able to get out a couple times in the past exactly. couple weeks and actually shot really well my first day out so what happy. are you doing on friday depends i think i i think i'm actually going golfing again where kingsville what time? oh you're kingsville. going kingsville oh, okay Never kingsville mind. probably like five with my buddies something oh. like that I was gonna say I got a tea time at ten fifty six out at Orchard View. Oh, I'm working, unfortunately. But oh, come on, man. Sorry, I'm working gonna in the morning. But yeah, um, we need to hit the links together, dude. I know. I'm I'm happy. Uh, I've been doing well. I my dad uh, gave shoot? me his old set. Uh, okay. we just did we just did nine, but I shot forty four on my first day out. Oh, so. that's pretty good. I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy. I did really yeah. well. That's I think that's the figure you're shooting 88 on the day if you double it exactly so. but i usually don't double it <laughs> back nines where i go like what's happening and then i get mad at myself but <laughs> yeah and then i'll smoke three and fucking just hit the ball all over the course oh, like, but i'm happy the first drive really defines my round like i just walked up 285 dead center and i was like beautiful. i'm happy i didn't i didn't like try to murder the ball i just was mm -hmm. good for him and i was like all right mm -hmm. we can go with this and uh yeah, I've shot really well. So maybe this year for the for the threes thing, we'll go like me, you, Drew, and your old man or something. We'll be like a force. Oh, my dad loves golf. My dad way better so, golf. I do. Me. I've really got into it. I just started really golfing like last year. Like before, every time I shot, I would shoot in the hundreds, dude, all the time. Yeah, all the time, well, right? Always in the hundreds. Yeah. Now I never shoot over a hundred. So now I dude. keep it in the nineties. But I'm so I'm hoping this year, I've. I broke 90 once last year. I shot a 87 at Willow, I think. It's a smaller course, though. Yeah, Willow Creek. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I shot 87 there. I was happy. I was just, I don't know. I hit good shots that day. But now I had, so I had these old shitty irons or whatever. So I now just recently, like yesterday, recently, I upgraded my irons. What'd you pick up? 
I picked up the Mizuno P something, but yeah, but okay. New technology, at least you know, like these other yeah, yeah. clubs that I have are super yeah, old. Yeah, those so. those are nice. I did. I've never personally used. What Mizuno kind club. do you have? What, what kind of? Club I got I, Wilson Pro Staff. Okay, are all the ones I own, but that's my dad's old set. He just bought like a brand new, complete Callaway set. Yeah, Beautiful, so he's but... yeah, so he's got a sick set. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So my big birthdays, but what I've always said is when I'm done ball, mm-hmm. when I'm done playing baseball, and honestly, probably by the time by the time I'm 40, so I got another couple seasons left in me. Yeah. But so and then I said I want to go get fitted, so I want to go do like the whole club fitting, and I want to do that, and I want to get clubs that are that are the best for me, right? For the for how I play. My mm-hmm. thing is is like I I don't know. Like I'm so new at golf. Like last year was the first year I really started to play. Yeah, same. So, so I I don't know how far I could hit these fucking clubs. Like that's my problem. Oh. And I everybody oh hit it this this way or this way or put this on or this on. I'm like, listen, I swing hard all the time because that's just how I have to do it. I'm a baseball guy. When I swing hard, I'm more accurate with ball striking. Yeah. Right. So. I have to do it like that. If I start trying to take some off it, I'm hitting them all over the course. It's, it's terrible, dude. I'm yeah. cussing, wanting to do the, f- here, here comes the famous putter throw. Like I want to do those like happy Gilmore oh. and stuff. So yeah, that's one thing I try and like, cause at that point you're just, you're, you're trying to, you start beating yourself. Honestly, I, I really golf is a personal game and like, I really try to keep myself dialed in. And uh, yeah. I think that actually helped me shoot. Yeah. Like I was just, focus because usually i'm whatever joking with my buddies whatever couple mulligans on the hole and it's but last week i actually gave it my effort and i was like kind of proud of myself i finished out with like three pars and i was like i'll take that so golf golf is a sport that will challenge you mentally tell me about it holy time that my second hole i just yeah i honestly probably would have shot a lot better if not for my second hole but anyways this isn't no, this isn't a golf. Patrick golf. This is Patrick hockey. Yeah. So. so, anyways, whatever. Boys are shooting shit about yeah. golf. It's all anyway. Good. It's summertime, anyways. We've got but, yeah. the conference finals matchup. Yes. Well, before we get into that, oh, of course, uh, Leamington Flyers, Sutherland Cup champions. Let's go, baby. Yes. Yes. My. It was the uh, game. What was it? Game seven. There was uh, seemed to be a show. The show of the twins. Oh Those man, Connor beat, McPherson uh, and Ryan I'm McPherson. I'm pretty sure they had both. They had all four goals, right? Yeah, Hattie by Connor and one by Ryan. Hattie game seven final Sutherland Cup, not a big deal. Like yeah, you no. know, they're disgusting. they're a different breed. And congrats to all those boys. I know former Lakeshore Canadian Trevor Larue was on that squad. Guys like yeah. Gabriel Piccolo, yeah. team captain Dale Mitchell and staff. What an incredible job you guys have done there. Just yep. to just. To take that team from like just a couple years ago to where they weren't very good to the top of the mountain. So it's a, it's an unreal job that they've done. So congratulations, guys. Wow. Oh, yeah. They were crazy, a wagon. Man. What a run, too. Like, their third liners were like point per game. Like, they they oh. had a wagon of a squad. Like, they got all these American kids, too. Like, Vander Musen, I think. Yeah, the they have like four first line, like four first lines. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. Right. And, uh. Beautiful. Oh, also, Limited Flyers just announced today they are changing uh, division of play level. So now they are moving from GOJHL, which is considered junior B level, mm-hmm. uh, up to junior A level, which is the 
OJHL. So what do you know about this league, Tristan? So what I do know is it is the equivalent of what um, Kale McCarr played in in his draft year in Alberta. So oh. there's there's different junior leagues across um, Canada, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the BCHL. These are all junior A, by the way, yeah. junior A division two. So one step below OHL, WHL, and QMJHL. So mm-hmm. it would be the B- BCHL, which is the British Columbia Hockey League, AJHL, Alberta Junior Hockey League. I don't believe Saskatchewan or Manitoba has one. I could be wrong. Maybe Manitoba does. But mm-hmm. then there's Ontario, which is the OJHL, where the Leamington Flyers will now be playing. And then I believe Quebec has the NAHL, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then cumulative, know. cumulative. there's a CCHL, which I believe is OJHL. It, like it covers Ontario and Quebec. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that, but uh, something along those lines. Anyway, uh, it's high-level hockey. So there's guys like getting di- drafted directly from this league into the NHL. So it's it's uh, a development uh, level um, for NHL and Division One college athletes. So uh, guys like Connor McPherson, like I know, um, I believe they're going to be pursuing junior A hockey next year before college. I could be wrong about that, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting just to see how they do just going into a new league and and everything. Like most new teams, when you go into a league or a expansion team, shall we say, right. Mm -hmm. When they are going into a league, like usually they take some lumps, like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, usually when you go into it, there's always that first year or two kind of where you're fumbling and getting beat up a little bit. I hope that's not the case. But yeah, well, unfortunately, well, we'll see about uh, limited, but they have some players who will be uh, graduating because of age level. Uh, mm-hmm. So guys like Brian Walcarius and uh, I'm trying to think of someone else. I think Cody Brecky, maybe there's a couple guys who are aging out. Uh, and then there's a few guys who are going different skill level. So um who knows? Maybe Bo Porosky goes full time with Flint, right? Flint yeah. Firebirds of the OHL. Uh, maybe you get like, well, obviously Connor and Ryan McPherson. No matter what, I'm pretty sure they're gone next year. To what and where? Uh, we'll see. But I, they're committed to University of New Hampshire. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I believe that's the Wildcats, um, which is Division One hockey, uh, East. So <laughs> crazy stuff. Yeah, but they're gonna be um. Obviously not quite the team they were this year. Although I don't know. Who knows? But we don't know what they have coming in either too, right? So. Exactly. And uh, they also still, I believe they're still going to be affiliated with the Windsor Spitfires. I don't know. They, I think that's more of a sound though that retains the rights of a Spitz player. But anyhow, bigger and better things for the Leamington Flyers after winning a championship and showing dominance of the league for the past two years anyway. Yeah. Uh, last year, unfortunately, they kind of got upset earlier on there, I think, by Chatham, but mm-hmm. who ended up going on to win the whole thing. So, yeah. so that's pretty cool, though, man. Oh, it's very they, cool. So, th- so they win one, and then they're going to go up and see how they fare in another. It's pretty much how that's we'll see. going now. Yep, the OJHL, uh, I wish them well. Uh, and I think with time, they'll find success, but oh, for sure. also brings in a bigger market locally, right? Yeah, we'll see true. if they do anything to change branding or what. But because uh, it's 
it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, Junior the, B is already big, but well, the league um, Facebook page had him in, and it was Leamington Flyers. So, right. Yeah. So I, well, I hope I, they don't not, rebrand. I hope they stay keep everything the same. If that's what you mean. Not that they would keep um, the Flyers' their, name. Right. Like they would keep the Flyers' name, but maybe revamp their uniform or something along those. Lines. Oh, that'd be cool. That's what I was thinking more. Just kind of kind of like look their unis, though. Oh yeah, they're sick. I like but, that red and white. Uh, do you want to talk about the conference finals, or do you want to talk about the Yotes in their arena? Talking um, about relocation. One more thing, real quick. I want to give a shout out to Lakeshore. Just um, they went. They were in the semifinals. I believe they lost in yep. overtime. So yep, to the eventual still, they, winner. So yeah, to yes, exactly. Who is it? Wellesley, Wellesley Applejack. Yeah, Wellesley Applejacks. Yeah. So congrats goes out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a hell of a run. I watched a lot of the games. They yeah, were all, a lot of them were tight games, man. Like tight, close checking games, but just Lakeshore just fell short there. Um yeah, fun fact. Wellesley handed uh Clarington their only two losses of the playoffs. First game in the round robin, a seven to five loss. And then I oh, what was the score in the final game? Was it two one? No, four three. Yeah, I, I think it was a one goal game. It, it, either way, was, either way. It was a one goal game. Uh Clarington lost in the final, but that's two years in a row. Clarington loses by one goal in the finals. Mm-hmm. They're hungry. Yeah. Go for them next year. I don't know what how their team's gonna look, but they're a well built squad. Hopefully Essex is the one seeing them. But yeah, that'd be nice. Yep. But yeah, so anyways, Lakeshore. Yeah, shout out Lakeshore. Good for them. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. they got Hell that. Hell of a run, fellas. Hell yep. of a run. Um, all right. Arizona. So yeah, we were talking about relocation. Uh, yeah. so there was three city council votes, uh, on whether or not the Arizona Coyotes should remain in Tempe, Arizona, and whether the development of an arena should be a thing. And all three votes uh, were no. Like, just fucking move. Just move. Well, now they're saying, I'm reading online. Now they're saying, oh, well, they're going to remain there next year and they're still going to pursue stuff. Get out of Arizona. Yes, get out of Arizona. For the love of all things good. (laughs) Nobody likes them in Arizona. Sorry, Arizona fans, but, like, come on. Well, the ones that are true hockey fans anyways. Right, yeah. The ones that are true hockey fans don't cheer for the Arizona Coyotes, but. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> still though, fuck. You got these guys. Okay. Fucking Gary, let go. Let go. Okay. These guys care. are playing in a fucking college arena right now. Okay. So you're playing in a college arena, 5,000 seats. And are are they selling out in 5,000 uh, seats? Oh, yeah, they are. They are. Because there's like half of them are like college student. Yeah. Uh, and they charge so. college rate for tickets. So it's a lesser rate for them to go to the game, which is fine, which yeah. is fine. But I'm saying it's not working out. Yeah, okay? and Clayton, Clayton Keller um, like posted like a sad face after oh, Arizona yeah. got voted on a yeah. no. And then, and then his dad like went off on a tangent, but then has since deleted his tweet. Yeah. His dad went off and was like, my son's not going to be playing in Arizona next year. Just you wait. Like he's yeah, going to. I would neither. Would you? Going to request a trade because they don't know where they're going to be, and it's like. I don't fucking blame him. 
I'll say that. Well, all right. I, go down the list. Let's see. I I got like potential cities, but like, who? Where would you like to see them? I, I keep fucking see. I don't. It's not where necessarily where I would like to see them, but I keep hearing Houston. Right. So I keep hearing Houston. Houston as a spot. I think they need to be back in Quebec City. Let's bring, like, well, not back. Well, put a team back in Quebec. Bring the Nordiques back. Let's get the Habs Nordiques rivalries going again. Let's get the Battle of Ontario. Let's get the Battle I, of Alberta. I don't think Let's that's go. gonna happen, but wishful thinking. But I'm saying though, yeah, how sick would that be? It would be sick, except it would mess up all the divisions, and then Gary would be like, well. Not only that, but he hates Canada. So well, we have wild cards in fucking hockey now. So what's another? What's mixing something up? It just yeah. But I I think I don't know. There's a few propositions. There's Houston, obviously Quebec City, Atlanta once again, which is twice Fuck failed. Off Atlanta, get out of Salt here. Lake City, Utah, possibly Oklahoma City, uh, Sacramento, California. Which I don't know why yeah. you want four teams in California. Oklahoma City had a like. They had some sort of minor league team there years ago, so mm. and that didn't work out. So why would you put an NHL team there? You can't put a team where a spot where it's failed, even like as a minor league team. Yeah, uh, Cleveland already has an arena. They've already had an NHL team though years ago. Mm-hmm. Not too many people remember them. Shout out the Cleveland Barons. Oh, uh, shit. I didn't know. Fuck, did I know that? I they've been only so. they were only a team for like four years in the late sixties, early seventies, something oh, along wow. those lines. But yeah, your hockey knowledge is way beyond mine, my friend. Oh, Kansas City, <laughs> the Scouts, right? They're another franchise that since moved on. I believe trivia. And do you know who the Kansas City Scouts became? I do not. I feel like I'm about to be educated, though. I'll give you a hint. This franchise is now a baseball team. What? Colorado Rockies. Oh, okay, yeah. But they later became the Colorado Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the final destination that I what's that? I said fun fact. Yeah, fun fact of the day. But um, the last thing that I am uh, the the last location that I personally believe would be best for them, uh, since it would ignite a rivalry with the other recently added expansion team, Portland, Ooh. Oregon. And maybe you could pursue something uh, along the same lines of mythical creature, right? You know, Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the Portland Sasquatch. Oh, Sam Squanches. Listen, man. Sasquatch <laughs> sightings across the Pacific Northwest. That is the hotbed for it. Who knows, right? I think you could do something really cool with the branding along those lines. Just something to think about. But, uh, yeah, no, it's I, – I really like Portland. Um uh, as a location if you truly had to had to just pick one and you like where's it going like market and everything yeah if you had to choose one or if where where you think it would go just know where i think it would go i don't think there's enough teams for like in the central u.s so i'm gonna say salt lake city you're going salt lake yeah I go with Salt Lake City, Utah. I'll be rivalry with the Colorado Avalanche. I'll be honest with you. I think it's going to be Houston. That was the easy pick. I, I just yeah. It's just to me. It's like as much as like I'm not saying that I don't want it there, but it's kind of I can see why. 
Like, look how all the other yeah. markets are doing there, right? Houston Astros win fucking World yeah. Series after then, World Series, and the fans yeah. are always out. Climate's fairly decent. Yeah, and they could have a rivalry with the Dallas Stars down there, so. Texas. Keep it on the ice, guys. Keep it on the ice, you know? <laughs> but, um. Yeah, you know what? I I I could see a world where Houston's the most likely option, but I I really like uh, Salt Lake City. I think that'd be good to see. Honestly, Central U.S. It's kind of cool. Uh, bit of a dry state. Maybe they go with something Salt Lake City Serpent, something like that. Have like a rattlesnake. There's lots of stuff you could do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we shall. <laughs> we shall see. Um. Before we get into conference finals, the Leafs here. Like, what is going on right now? Would you tear down the front office? Would you trade some of these guys? Would you, like, where do you even begin? It begins with the head coach. It begins with the head coach. I'm saying oh, okay. by Sheldon Keith. Keith. Okay, but then who is there somebody out there who you think could possibly be a good replacement? To me, like, I don't know, Keith for sure. Tampa Bay has an assistant coach that was considered for the Detroit Red Wings role last year alongside Derek Lalonde, who ended up getting the job. His name is Jeff Halpern. Okay, I've heard that name. I'm tired of seeing this carousel of NHL coaches. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's the same guys over and over, like, Travis Green and like, no, just let all those guys who are coaching right now, or Gerard Gallant just got fired. Mm-hmm. Maybe Leafs fans will be like, oh, let's get Gerard. Get a new coach, right? Hockey is evolving. Yeah. That's the reality of it. You look at the teams that are able to win, they were guys. Think about it. Colorado Avalanche. That guy wasn't already a head coach prior to winning the cup. He came from the ECHL, AHL, then NHL. John he Cooper. He's a winner at John every Cooper. level, too. Yeah, John Cooper. Same thing. Wasn't an NHL coach before. He was, he's a lawyer. Uh, uh, university coach, Division One, then AHL, then NHL. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back Stanley Cups. The only one I could think in recent history who was a prior coach is like Joel Quenville. And Daryl Sutter, but that's going a while back now, right? Like, uh, what's his name? Mike Sullivan. He's always been the Pens coach. Before that, he just came out of, uh, he was AHL as well. So I really think the pedigree comes from, like you said, winning at every level and a fresh mind, a fresh face. But to me, but you do that, but bring a guy in with a little bit of old school mentality because to me, that core four needs a kick in the ass. I'm serious. they They do. They and do. I think they it were starts fucking, by getting rid of one of them. They were least. fucking silent. Well, in the second round, yeah. That's what I mean. The first round, they were great. They lit it up. Yeah. If they do that all the way through, they'd probably almost win the Stanley Cup. But they just fucking died. Like, it was just, bam, done. Like, nothing. Like, that is... And that boggles my mind. That's 30... Um, that's like 33 to 35 million dollars tied up in four guys and they had two assists 
in the series. <laughs> like those guys cannot though your high-end players can't be just dying off like that. I like what they did going at the freaking trade thing or whatever. They addressed the bottom six. They did this, they did that. I still felt that they could yeah. have done a little more work in net. I think Kyle Dubas is a good general manager. And I think I, I would give him one more year. Him. Oh, yeah. No, he's done fine. I Obviously, his signings can be questionable, but like I said before, you overpay for your stars. It's the reality of this league. You have to. Because mm-hmm. the reality is they're going to get paid more by someone else somewhere. So the Johnny T contracts, the one that's killing him. Got him out of the first round. I know. I agree. But I'm just saying, though, he's the one that's the contract to me that's the heaviest. Well, not like money-wise, but I just mean like – for his age and how much you're paying him, and but he well, like, does play a big role. But I understand that. But to me, if you had to trade one of those four, you can't get rid of JT because of his deal. And let's face it, no one's no one's going to take it. So, yeah. out of the other three, then and Nylanders, to me, he's out of bargain. He's under seven million. He's like six nine five or something like that. So to me, that's kind of a bargain for him. He was the best one to me. He might he might be the most movable. I'm I'm I was looking at Marner. You can get a haul for him. You can get NHL players for him. You can you can get a couple NHL ready guys. You can get draft picks for him. You can get a nice haul for him, 100 point guy. He, the thing is though is he's to me he's soft. Like he went Yeah, but the problem is him and Matthews are such an iconic duo in the NHL. You can't separate them. That's the only thing. I for, I think from Toronto's perspective, you have to look at it and weigh your options and say, listen, we got this guy. Yeah, he's making a lot of money. But the reality is he's a top five winger in the league every year. Mm-hmm, 100%, yeah. Probably top three specifically on the right wing. Yeah, but I'm looking at just what you can get for him. Yeah. But you could still get a good amount for William Nylander. And keep Marner and Matthews intact. Would you take Willie with the Red Wings? No. Why not? I, if Eisenman picks him up, sure. <laughs> if I was Eisenman, no. So who would you go after? Oh. Okay, hold on. Since we're since we're on we're on the lease, we'll go to the Red Wings after. Okay. But All right. I, 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 if don't you're started on this, but if you're Kyle Dubas and you and one of those four are going, who's going? William Nylander. Just that quick, gone. But he's the one that you pay the least and was technically the one of the best ones in the playoffs. So. Most sellable. Most so, valuable. Well, yeah, okay. Number one, a team wanting Mitchell kind Marner. Of now, a team, listen, a team wanting Mitchell Marner is going to want to be a contender or at least a playoff team. Right? How many playoff ready teams, if they get Marner, have $10 million in cap space? Number two, that contract extends, what do you got, four or five years left on it? Four years, I think. On Marner? Yeah. No. Look it up. Really? That surprises me. So they only gave him what? A bridge so deal listen, or of the of the core four, two of them are next year going into their last year, and two of them have two years. 
Next year is Nylander's last year. Okay. Next year is Marner and Tavares in two years, and I believe it could be Willie and Matthews at the same time. Okay, yeah. So after this year, he still has two more. And Marner has a no-move clause kicking in next year. It's another thing to look at, Ant. So, what if he's willing to waive it? Well, if he has two years left, keep it's, that boy. Yeah. Keep that boy. Okay, so here's the thing. So then, what do you do if you don't? I send Nylander to the Colorado Avalanche, but what and do I you get do... back a couple good pieces. They have been trade partners before, i.e., the Nazem Kadri trade. But what do you, you say? Do... Hey, here's William. Sorry, what are you gonna say? I said, what do you do if you don't have Matthews inked to a extension by the end of the summer? Are you Matthews, to... then then that changes the situation. I'm saying in a vacuum right now. The, Matthews just said publicly that he wants to stay there. Yes. Obviously, players can say one thing and do another, but I think he's going to stay there. It's going to be a lot of money, but he's going to stay there. You got to clear that money. Who's the most sellable? William Nylander. You go to Colorado, you knock on their door, you say, hey, here's William Nylander. We want, boom, Alex Newhook. Guy can play center, wing, potential second-line player. Good skater, great playmaker, great vision. Can play center or wing, boom. Top line, who knows, maybe he sticks up there. Uh, then you go, okay, um, I want maybe a guy who's kind of younger, Top pick, but he was a l- later in the first round. Okay. Goal-scoring guy from Sweden, Oscar Alausen. And then maybe it's a throw-in. Maybe you say, here, uh, we also will give you to get Nylander, like that, that one little thing over the hump, we'll say, here's an injury-riddled goalie. But he's generally pretty good, and he comes at a good cap hit. Uh, Pavel Francouz. Okay. Yeah. That's all. But your goaltending, and I think I think this year uh, they're going to find a way. This is assuming Dubas finds a way to get rid of the Matt Murray deal, which I think he will. But he's a creative guy. But yeah, I think uh, that's the trade that starts there. Now, you mentioned the Red Wings uh, in the situation they're looking at now. I I don't know if I said this last last episode, but. With Winnipeg losing, and what their head coach said, uh, Rick Bowness was like completely honest, and he's like, "Like these players did, like, come on, like the the leaders of this team were not leaders, like the players were not players, they were just disappearing. We had no pushback. We played like a bunch of wusses out there, and we didn't do anything." That was literally what he said. Well, I go there if I'm Steve Eisenman. And I happily knock on that door and I say, hey, you got two players that I would like. Tell me which one I can get and what it's going to cost me. Number one, you have Farmington Hills native, Kyle Connor. That would be beautiful. What's the Wings' number one issue? If I had to choose right now, scoring. Yes, goal scoring. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, mm. not even close. Goal scoring. Okay, how about a 40 to 50 goal scorer who's on the edge of being a superstar? Yeah. Like, Kyle Connor is the guy. Obviously, that's going to cost you a haul. But guess what? Wings have 
700 draft seven, picks too. They have seven <laughs> seven picks. Or sorry, more than that. Nine picks in the next two top two rounds of the next two years. Like, hello, throw this you say it's gonna cost a lot and they're gonna want a player back too. So let's say okay. Um Eisenman says here's uh the ninth overall pick. Um Boston's pick from next year, which is conditional. Um Philip Zadina, you know, young guy, maybe a tad bit he's just a throw in at this point. He's running out of potential. And Dominic Kubelik, who's on a really amazing cap hit. Like he's a like, big dude too, isn't he? Yeah, he's well, he's ripped. He's 6'2", 205 pounds, really good shape, fast skater, good goals, crazy one-timer. He's putting mm-hmm. on a great show at the World Championships going on right now. Yeah. Uh, and he comes at like a $2.5 million cap hit for a guy who just had like a 50-point year, second-line minutes. Like if the, if the Jets want to retool, perfect guy to do it. It's probably going to cost more. You have to overpay. So you're going to be thrown in and they're going to want a prospect, maybe an Albert Johansson, a defenseman. Uh, maybe you get a third round pick in there. It's going to cost a lot. Mm-hmm. That's now for Kyle Connor. Now, maybe if you want to say, hey, we'll give you a first round pick and a prospect, we'll lower it down for maybe guys a bit younger, but has some potential. More of a hybrid player, kind of a kind of a knee lender, but in my opinion, uh, a better shooter. He just is on a different team situation, right? Um, Nikolai Ehlers. Yeah. The Danish Dane. <laughs> very good what was what's the term the danish uh bro you're asking me <laughs> oh, i'm trying to think of i'm um, the worst guy to ask for that stuff. not deity uh anyway i'm trying to think of a word but um he's he's really good mm-hmm. like he gets to that top of the circle and he's got a wrist shot it's bar down every time uh the ultimate ultimately the detroit red wings need a goal scorer this offseason Fans know that. Steve Eisman obviously knows that. You could also look at guys like Alex Debrinkit, who might not return on a deal. Um, Timo Meyer, who might get traded out of New Jersey in light of him having a poor playoff performance. And Jesper Bratt is an RFA they have left to sign. Who else? There's someone else. that Oh, Clayton Keller, if he wants out of Arizona. That Talk one, I think, is a little less later. But mm-hmm. Sorry. What are you going to say? I, I, no, I just want somebody that's younger. That's a, right. we need a elite player. Yeah. And the reality is you do have to overpay for those. If it's going to be a trade, you, I yeah, don't, but the thing is though, is if we have to a little bit, we can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't think Eisenman, Eisenman so. plays 40 chess. Yeah. Why do nah, you think a team that's, that's coming out of its rebuild has nine picks in the next top two rounds of the next two drafts? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? He's not keeping all those picks. He no. could because he's he's got that dog in him. He's going to sell gonna, him off to like, fucking upgrade the roster to speed yeah. up the rebuild. He he, you value why why what GM in their right mind values picks over players? Yeah, no one. You don't would, know what that player is going to be. I would almost look at getting a top goaltender or something into like a big a big name goalie. Uh, like, are you saying like Connor Hellebuck? <laughs> Possibly. I don't think that's worth it. He's only got one year left on his deal. 
after that, you're going to be looking at having Sebastian Cosa. Hellebuck's going to be looking for a big deal there for the rest of his career, likely. And Cosa's going to be wanting a big paycheck once he gets to the NHL. I don't think that timeline works out. I think what they did with Huso was smart. I think they need to get a good backup that wants Huso's contracts there. If maybe like an a old guy I might look at, a guy I might look at is a guy who was good in New Jersey before this year. All right. He's the odd man out right now. He's sitting on the outside looking and he's on a bit of a rough cap it, but guess what? The wings can take a rough cap it. They don't have to worry about cap for a, a while. This guy, so he's currently stuck on the roster behind Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmid, and that guy is Mackenzie Blackwood. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he's got, what, three years left at four and a half, something like that. That's a guy I'd look to bring in. Uh, who is our bad? I completely forgot who the Red Wings. Oh, yeah, Red Wings didn't even have a backup this year. No, They just it... ran Vili Huso to the ground and then had like three other guys like they had. Magnus yeah, it was like Hellberg. the carousel of goalies. Yeah, they had Magnus Helberg and Alex Nedeljkovic who came up and down from the AHL. Poor guy. His experiment didn't work out here. I feel like we wrecked his career. I That one I feel guilty about because mm-hmm. he looked great in Carolina. Carolina had it right, though. <laughs> he just went, no. fell down the toilet. But yeah, anyway. We'll see. we'll see what happens. And they also need a right-handed defenseman. Uh, I think that one's more of a free agency thing, but who knows. Uh, if you want a right-hand D who's got potential, I also look at Arizona. I look at a guy who was a top pick from a few years ago, Victor Soderstrom. But that's just my two cents on that. This uh, summer should be interesting. It it shall be. Um, and also, William Nylander, I guess, is an option. You know, he's mm-hmm. Swedish. He can score. His yeah. attitude, I don't know. He kind of looks funny, too. Not that that matters, but... <laughs> no, I know. You ever yeah. see how he wears his helmet? His helmet like goes up on the back of his head. It's so weird because he got all his hair. But oh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, man. we'll see. Are we going to talk about that? The conference finals finally yes. now. Let's go. Let's open conference the finals. Where do you want to start? East or west? Uh, we'll go west first. So we're going Las Vegas. Yeah, Dallas. Hey, I've seen this one already. What? <laughs> Couple uh, years ago, you don't remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that these, Dallas and five. To me, these two teams yep. are so evenly matched right now. But listen, yeah. you're you, we're both pro Dallas right now. Okay, we we listen. We I this. picked Dallas to win the Stanley Cup, so I'm sitting yeah, real do. happy right yeah, now. Yeah, you should, as, as you should. Mm. Um, but to me, they look like pretty even. Mm. I give slight, well. The way he's playing right now, I'll get I'll give the slight edge in net to the Dallas Stars with obviously yeah. with Ottinger, right? Obviously. He's been amazing. Yeah. But that fucking kid down playing for Vegas down to the other end there. What's his name? Aiden Hill. Yes. He has been good. You have eh. to give him that. Listen eh. to you. You're fucking all right, Tristan. <laughs> Vegas has like five mediocre goaltenders and they're just like making them look good. Yeah, but they're like... getting it done though, dude. You can't yeah. knock them for that. They're I will. I will die finals. on this hill. That <laughs> like Vegas is such a worse team in this situation. I'll tell you though, Eichel looks like he's on a mission. Yeah, you know what Eichel else looks does? Great. Rupe Hints, who's yeah, second true. in playoff scoring right now <laughs> behind Connor McDavid. <laughs> and guess what, Connor McDavid? He's washing his irons tonight, getting ready to yeah. go out on the course tomorrow. I can't believe that shit. But yeah, but you had I'm... Edmonton, right? I did, yeah. 
So I had them over Vegas too, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But but the series here with Dallas, though, man, I it I think it's going seven games. I think it's going Dallas has won two series and oh no, Dallas choked last series and they had to win in seven. That's and right. I'm pretty sure Dallas was three and zero against them during the regular season, where Vegas was o two and one. There was a Dallas owns Vegas yeah. but for the past couple just so of years. So you know, two of those three wins versus them during the regular season were in shootouts. Okay, I'm just saying. That's so, yeah, and that's why you. That's say what I mean. So the teams, to, the teams are pretty even. I am going Dallas, so I am gonna say Dallas. Yeah, I'll say Dallas in six. That's yeah, generally how they. You fucking, you act like you say like you're so like you didn't know you were gonna pick that. Ah, come on, man. You, how long ago did did you say the stars for the cup? Well, I've been saying the stars for the cup since 2018. No, but, but I mean, like you've been how long? Like when did you call it? When like on this show? Uh, right when I did my um bracket challenge. Okay. So yeah. first, like the two nights before the playoffs. Yeah, and I was, and I thought too, this guy's fucking whatever. He's smoking. I want some. That's what I was thinking. But then now Actually, look at you. That surprises I, yeah, me. No, no, I'm like, I don't doubt your picks and stuff because I know like you like stats like are locked oh, in your brain. Yeah, I had the most sour pick do. of the year. It aged like milk. <laughs> right at the start of the year, I'm like, yeah, Vancouver's a hot take. Well, for the yeah. But they should have been better though. In all honesty. Oh yeah, I hate Vancouver now. They made me look like an uh, idiot. Dallas, oh yeah, man. So we'll see. Go stars. I yeah. got listen, I got my jersey hanging there. I dude, they're just such a fun team to watch, everybody. Like and, and I, I hope everyone knows, like, I am not a bandwagoner. Uh, yeah, Detroit's my number one team, obviously. But a few years back when Dallas missed the playoffs, um, this is like a while back now. This is twenty seventeen, I think. The year mm-hmm. they missed the playoffs. Uh, I was actually cheering for them to make it, and they ended up missing it. Uh, but that's when I like kind of fell in love with the team and was watching like Tyler Sagan. And at the time, a guy who was a former Windsor Spitfire was on the team, Jason Spezza. Mm-hmm. So, and guess what? They still got that Spitfire connection. Yeah, Wyatt Johnson. And their head coach, Peter DeBoer. Yeah, yes, he was a former Spitfire as well. Yes, sir. Wyatt got a beauty goal the other night, too. Oh, that was gosh. beautiful, right off the Nasty. side of the goalie's head. And then I think he shot yeah, it. Was on good play too. too, wasn't it? Yeah, good play too by um Evgeny Dodonov. Looks up the ice, throws it like it was an icing, but he had Johnston in the zone. Mm-hmm. So Johnston, it would have been an icing, but he was all alone, beat the to the loose puck. Grubauer can't count because it was in the trapezoid. And Johnston just walks straight in from the goal line and goes, whew, shovels a backhand off Grubauer's head in the net. Two yeah, nothing like, stars. And it wound up, wound up being the game-winning goal. And guess yeah. what? That is two series clinching goals for the rookie Wyatt Johnston. Yeah, that kid is going to be unreal. I give him, fuck, next year he could score 30, 40. Like he got 24 this past year in his rookie campaign. But I think he he's going to be, if he keeps that's the third line rate, minutes. That's, that's what I mean. Third line minutes. He's gonna, he's only going to play more. He's only going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. He's going to be like, yeah, he's not a big guy either. No, he's like 5'10", 165. Like he's not a big dude at all, but he's just, good. Everything's going to click. Yeah, like even more than it is right now, and he's going to go from here 
to here. Like he's going to yeah. go way up. So, and I can't wait to see it. He is so good. Um, and then out in the East, we've got uh, the spoilers, the second wild card team, Florida Panthers. They're here and they're mm-hmm. facing off the Carolina hurricanes. And I'm ready for Florida to have their butt handed to them. <laughs> I think this is where it's going to happen. Oh yeah. That Florida's going to get absolutely thumped because they're getting they players should back have. and they're already humming right now Carolina. Yeah, it's I saw something someone said something coming back. Yeah, okay. But Sveshnikov, yeah, he's done permanent cuz yeah, of his But Achilles. no, but this guy's coming back at 100%. Like yeah. he's not coming back a little bit early. He's coming back a hundred percent ready to play. That's a fucking big player to be having in at a hundred percent. And he hasn't been with them the whole has he played in the playoffs yet? He played like three games and then got hurt, I think. Yeah. So he's been out for essentially the whole playoffs. Yeah. Now he's coming back. So look, I, I just I'll be a nice guy. It's it, I think it's gonna be Carolina in five games. I'll give Florida one. Okay, I'll I'll actually say Canes in six. Because oh, I've so kind of well, because I've doubted the Panthers a couple times in this playoffs, I and know. I'm like, I'll just say Canes in six. The only thing is, though, like I said, with getting him back, and <laughs> but beware, beware, Officer Bobrovsky in the I other know. net. Oh, he's been so good. <sighs> he's carried them. He's been... carried them. Has been amazing too. Essentially, all these guys that we're talking about right now are can Did be see... anyone. Any one of them can be up for the con smite. Yeah. Did you see that game-winning goal against uh, when Florida scored on on Toronto to win the series and Radko Gudis oh, screaming in his face and everybody's oh my god, it's so such poor sportsmanship. Maybe he screamed in Justin Wolf's face. The rookie's like, yeah. <gasps> welcome to the NHL, like. I hate everybody that says like, "Oh yeah, that's what it is." Oh, it's oh, poor sports and shit. I love, I love. <laughs> no offense, Leafs fans, but like, I love seeing you guys get all mad, and I'm so happy you guys see the end. You finally get to feel the injustice of the league on your team because you never do, and now <laughs> you do, and it's and it's the fact that they scored a goal. That was a good goal, but they lose that game. <laughs> that play by Gudis to grab that stick for a second there. Oh. Well, that happens all the time, though. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like now that it was really highlighted because it was scored on a se- like it happened on a series clincher, right? Yeah. So, but he, he held it for like a second or two and just let it go, but it was just enough to where he couldn't get a stick in the lane because he, let's face it, he might have got a he might have swatted the stick and hit hit the puck away or something yeah. like that, right? And then are we even having this conversation? So. I don't know, man, but either way, what a little play, babe. That's smart. It's a veteran move. No one noticed it in real time. No, it was, and I'll say this, it was a nice goal. It, well, yeah, it was. Fourth a liner. Goal. Yeah. Nick Cousins so, just pulls off a nice toe drag, waits out the defender, and shoots it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, crazy, man. Yeah, so I think, and then in the cup final, I don't know. So Dallas we're, so we're, Carolina, we're, so we're both saying Dallas. Dallas Carolina playing for the cup, right? And then we'll talk about that, or we'll talk about the cup finals whenever that happens. If it's, if it's Vegas and Florida, I am not watching. This will be the first time I do not watch the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, you will. You gotta. Maybe <laughs> Florida because they have Aaron Eckblad, who's from Bell River, but. Mm-hmm. 
I can't stand Vegas. They're they're down there as a team. Like I, I don't like them. That's funny, man. And my least favorite team is Nashville. Just for some reason, I hate Nashville. Always have since I was a kid. Looks like a cat peed on their jersey. It's terrible. <laughs> it looks like a cat peed on their jersey. It's like a off gold yellow. It's yeah, terrible. Those ones are kind of weird. Do you um? Is there anything else in in the in the hockey world? Uh, that we should be talking about. I'm trying to think of all the stories and stuff that I've seen over the past week. I mean, I Connor McDavid both... and Dreisaitl both finished with well over a point per game. Poor guys. Once again, we'll Something's see what they do. There. Something's got to give. That's the thing. Like, what do you do there too, right? It's yeah. crazy. I don't know. I, I don't know. The top goalie right now is... Uh, Who's left is Aiden Hill. So we'll see. Aiden Hill, what's his record in these playoffs? Has he even played? Okay, he's only played four games. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the playoffs where anything can happen. Yeah, I know. The they've, thing- played, they've played four goalies this playoffs. The, the only part that makes me think about Florida is think about what the Los Angeles Kings did the last time that they won the Dude, I was just going to say that. Because they. Squeaked in, mm-hmm. and then knocked off the one, two, and three seeds. And what has Florida done? Done the same so far. They've knocked off. Toronto was three. No, and, Toronto was two. Okay, so Wasn't... Toronto was two. Who was? One. So they beat Boston, which was yeah. one. I thought Toronto was three. No, then, they played Tampa. Two. Was they had home ice versus Tampa? Because didn't they get absolutely cranked night one in Florida, in Toronto? No, I'm just trying to think for... Uh... Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, you're right. But either way, if they go to the cup finals, they've knocked off one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah, they were number two. And and then they, they went in as the last seed. Well, it would be one, two, and one. Because now they're facing the first seed from the Metro. Yeah. Fucked up. That's insane, man. And insane they were, stat. they barely squeaked in. It was like them, Detroit, and Buffalo. That's what I mean. That just Looking proves. Playoffs, like, that just proves that all you have to do is get in and anything can happen. Can we have a moment of silence for the Calgary Flames who had one more point than Florida but missed the playoffs? Good sign for the Calgary Flames is they're, <laughs> they're, they are getting a new rink. Woohoo! So, well, they new need... rink or playoffs? Yeah. You take the pick. Take oh, baby, both. I want that new rink. Stanley Cup chance, but man, that new rink. Take them both. <laughs> they need a new rink, though, man. I heard that Saddle Dome's a shithole. I've heard. It's yeah, the, the the roof is literally caving in on the place. Yeah, not not I mean. because it's a saddle, because it's. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, not good. But I mean, no, but I mean, they 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 need a new rink, and also oh, too. Yeah. Um, Ottawa, did we talk about, so Ryan, the Ryan Reynolds group is now out yeah, of that group. race or whatever. So now it's between Snoop and the weekend. <laughs> if Snoop Dogg wins it, that's going to be cool. Actually. I think he's, pretty f- I, he's amazing for hockey. He's good he's, for hockey, man. I know it's so random though. Think about like, what it seems like a bunch of BS. He's like, man, I like the Ottawa senators. I think I they're pretty good. And you're like, but, but think about what? what he think about what he did for football. 
Yeah, but he was an L.A. guy. Like his whole yeah, but life... everywhere Snoop goes, shit just catches it. Shit just bam. Snoop is. Everybody thinks like, yeah, he's a whatever. He's a rapper. He smokes a ton of weed. This and that, whatever. But despite how fried his brain is, he's a pretty smart guy. He's and he's a businessman. Oh so, yeah, you he's... know what I mean. So. I don't care what anybody says. I think he would be a great owner. So, oh, I, I agree. I I think he'd be a good owner. Obviously, he wouldn't be the full owner. And but... if you and if uh, when I was saying to Drew, I was like, and if it's the weekend, who ends up with it? His head bodyguard is the brother of Sean McMorrow. Oh, really? Sean McMorrow's brother oh, okay. is the weekend's head bodyguard. Sorry, I don't follow popular culture that much. Is that the guy who sang "Blinded by the Lights" or whatever? yes i want to say i'm not i don't really okay. listen to that type of music at well but i believe you're right yes okay yeah. so either way he's one of the biggest stars in the world when it comes to music so listen man my brain when it comes to music is stuck in 1985 so i don't really <laughs> i don't listen to much uh... stuff <laughs> yeah okay do you have <laughs> anything else i'm tapped you don't want to sing anymore no, I'm good. Trust me. These guys don't want to fucking hear this. <laughs> you, you really leaned into that one note. I thought you were just nah, going to go with it. That's all you're going to get out of me is one note. <laughs> all right, everybody. But uh, we'll give until, you the next two keys yeah. uh, next week. But Yes. So until next week, Aunt Tristan, we're signing off. Enjoy the playoffs, guys. Yep. We're out of here. Go Stars.